Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. I'm Stu Whiffin. I'm one of your hosts. Chris isn't about, so I'm doing the intro on my own today. Today's podcast, it's a tasty one. It's with Gemma and Will from Wilmers. Um, And Wilmers make amazing hot chocolate, coffees and cakes. And we eat some. And it's a relatively new business. And we discuss at length, whilst munching, uh, what it's like to, to follow a dream and pursue that idea and that business and create it and run it and it was a really really enjoyable chat um, not just because the cakes were delicious but because Gemma and Will are just really nice people and you're going to find that out now um, just to let you know if you do like this episode um, and you've been enjoying the previous year and a half's worth of hardcore listing podcasts and you're thirsty for more then we have a Patreon account, uh, which is um, P-A-T-R-E-O-N forward slash Hardcore Listing. Go over there and have a look. There's a little video over there um, featuring Chris, I, Brad, 76, Gail Porter, Scroobius Pip. And it tells you all about Patreon. And, and as for as little as 70p a month, you'd, you'd, you'd become a, a supporter of of the Hardcore Listing podcast. And you get loads of, well, you get a free podcast each week as well. And you get free tickets to We Are Lizards events, free tickets to um, all our live shows. Um, yeah, all sorts of cool stuff. So head over there and, and, and have a look. Um, in the meantime, thanks to 76 for producing this. Thanks to everybody at the Distraction Pieces for just being ace and continually putting out superb podcasts. Thanks to um, our pod daddy, Scroobius Pip. And enjoy this episode of Hardcore Listing with Gemma and Will. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. <laughs> there you have it. Crunching his crisps, CGT. Chrissy Gold Touch. It's just often not me. No, no. Because normally when I crunch a crisp, I no one, no one listening is going to hear see this, but I do this. So that. And then, what, listen, then the person we're interviewing thinks I'm mental because <laughs> I lean in on them. Yeah, away from the mic is away what you're trying mic. to say there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. um, how are you today? I'm 
Yes, I'm grand. You haven't got a car, have you? No, I'm less grand about that. Yeah. Are we going to discuss that now? That might come up in the drunk cast, I imagine, at some point. Yeah, let's save that for the drunk cast. Basically, for the listeners, um, yeah, the um, the car died, and I tried, they tried to spank me for it, but we'll go over that at some other point. Right. Apart from that, I'm all right, mate. Apart Good. from that, yeah, yeah, Good. yeah, yeah. I did a little crisp crunch there, because there may be, just to get people, be people aware, there may be some slight munching on today's yes. episode. Yes. Because of our guests. Introduce them. It's Wilmers, I, aka Will and Gemma, and Hello. Gemma's <laughs> and and Gemma's my lovely niece. Wilmers. Yeah. Wilma, like so. We've got Will, Gemma, Ma. Wilma. We're like Brangelina. Just got that. It's brilliant, isn't it? I yeah. honestly, you were running for. A long, you, you you had it up and running for quite a while, and I hadn't hadn't put that together, had I? Basically, yeah, loser. No. So, how how are you guys doing? All right. How are you? Hey, well, thank you. Yeah, pretty good. I'm glad to have, finally have you on, Jim. To be honest with you, oh, slightly nervous. Why? Well, because we grew up together, really. So I kicked your ass. I you mean, let's let's away. try and clarify it because um, you say niece, mm. and yet you've grown up together. Yeah. So normally, like. You know, in my experience, nieces are a lot younger. And twice a year, like once at Christmas, once on a birthday. And all of that, yeah. yeah. exactly. How comes? Well, um, there's my, me and my bro, Gemma's dad, there's 18 years difference. Mm-hmm. So actually, we grew up more like brother and sister than right. anything else. So, yeah, so we grew up, took Gemma under my wing, showed her the ways <laughs> of the world, <laughs> didn't I? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I kicked your ass quite you a lot. You say that. I mean, you probably could now. I remember there was quite. There was a few years when I had a height. A, a black belt? A height one. <laughs> <laughs> you know all about my black belt. It's legit, isn't it? I had a black belt and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, we've... Well, Wilma's cupcakes, we've, we have sampled before. When yeah. you came around with Jess Megan, who mm-hmm. Jess went and done a photo shoot. Um, yeah. Uh, at Wilmer's, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she came in. She munched some cakes, hot yeah. chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's been she's been more than months now, Jess. Yeah, she's been a couple yeah. of times. She's mm, lovely. Lucky. Will, you're very quiet. He's Just waiting. listening him. He's wait, waiting. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we have had some cakes before, and yeah. they were delicious. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we'll get on to that. Yeah. But I think. I think the, the best thing to do first is to announce what your top five is going to be. Will, it's your turn to speak. What is your top five going to be? Our f- top five is... I'll leave that to Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he knows what our top five is. It's pretty much challenges when starting your business or right. starting a business, um, which is something that we've lived twice over now. Mm. Um, well, still living. Well, yeah, still living. Mm. And it's a constant living. Um, it's yeah I'll tell you about that when we get on to yeah. our five okay. that's one of them Will, I can't Will say didn't, it Will didn't like almost when we started um, you were like oh I haven't been able to because I've been busy working in the bedroom you said earlier which was a lovely way to was like, <laughs> and Gemma wasn't there this is a very open relationship <laughs> just, just on my own very stressful <laughs> you're job having, you're having with my niece sometimes like, <laughs> a little bit of me time <laughs> yeah um, it's been a full on day <laughs> But you guys are like always like, he's like starting a business. You you guys and, and you are a couple, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've it, been together yeah. for six years. 
That's so long, isn't it? Absolutely, you know. Little can't while. believe that's that's flown past. But it's since you started Wilmers in particular, you have been absolutely ram like ram packed, and it's been lovely to watch how it's growing, and it is absolutely taking off, and it's doing brilliantly. And you're fiercely proud because you 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 do talk about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I am, and um, but it is. You can tell how much of a. It's really interesting to see that how much investment that has taken from you guys, and like you are like even tonight, we nearly couldn't quite make it because you were waiting on a delivery. Actually, that was a home delivery for once, though, wasn't it? it was a, Was it a personal purchase that, or was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, we've got a lovely big pink smeg in the shop, and we've gone for a big black one at home. So. <laughs> smeg, <laughs> smeg, we've gone big black <laughs> smeg. Yeah, very big. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shiny. It, was, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't from a. It was. It was. It was second hand, wasn't it? It was. It was a big black second. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's definitely been used Sorry. before. Oh, uh, well. Yeah, but it, all it had was a scratch. <laughs> <laughs> it just had a scratch down the side, didn't it? We basically? have a very open relationship, yeah. Stuart, yeah, yeah. Chris and I. I'm just picking up on that. Yeah, there's a lot of things that yeah. we talk about. We do, don't we? We've always been very much, because we're brother and sister and that, we've had a very, like, sort of, like, just chat about anything, really, mm. and anything each other's goes. problems. So, yeah, that's why I'm nervous, mm. because if, I might say something and Gemma might correct me or pick me up on something, so that's why But the gonorrhea... We no. said we'd edit that book. Right, sorry. Yeah, we wouldn't I'll talk about you, it, we'll but we'll take, we'll take that out. Yeah, yeah. it's still persisting. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we'll probably discuss that in the drunk cast soon as well. My, my, my broke, how much do you know about my broken penis? Can I just say, uh, the journey home... <laughs> At the moment, now? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. The journey home from the book club on Saturday, uh, it was me, Pip, and, and, uh, and B in the car. Yeah. And we've been obviously just chatting about the night, and then... <sighs> We got on the A13 and and no, like obviously at like three, three or three in the morning, things just got a bit quiet mm. and it just went quiet for about 10 seconds and Pip just went, we're going to talk about Chrissy's broken cock on the drunk cast. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Stuff the drunk ass. I want to know what happened. But I didn't know that you told him. I didn't yeah, know if you right, just told right, me. Right, and so right, when he yeah. said it, it was yeah. just like, oh, amazing. I've been wanting to talk about this yeah. so much. Yeah. And I was like, yes, definitely. So, so without going too much into it, Jim, on this, because we'll probably, because these lot will probably want to destroy me on the drunk cast, but yep. my penis has been sort of like out of order for a while. There's an out of order sign just hanging off the end of it. A really small one. Yeah, it's totally. <laughs> uh, made of, yeah, it's a lead sign. Uh, yeah, so, how do we come to my broken penis? I can't remember. I think you mentioned you, gonorrhea. You brought it up. Oh, gonorrhea, oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, gonorrhea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I'll tell you all about that at some other point, Jen, but yes. Yeah, um, I look forward to it. Yeah. Well, should we start the y- y- your top five? Um, and is it, what, what is it, struggles with setting up a, a business? No, it's just challenges, I would say. Okay. Um, yeah, challenges. Because all of these things you can overcome. And for a lot of people, they are challenges, and a lot of people, they're sort of learning steps. Mm. I think, but I think a lot of it as well is th- these are things that whenever, when we're talking to you about starting the business up, it's always you always look on the positive side of things. And not to say that they're negatives, um, but you don't often think about these other sides to it. You know, these are like the bits that we've picked up along the way that Present no one ever sort of tells you yeah. Yeah, exactly. about it as you're about to go into business. You know, you think, I'm going to start my business. Oh, that's amazing. You'll do great. Well, the reality is, this yeah all this shit (laughs) (laughs) all right groovy well should we should we start on one yeah definitely throw one one at us guys so i'd probably say the first one is the hours of work they say 
there's that famous saying, if you find a job that you love, you'll never have to work another day in your life. Yeah. Complete and utter bullshit. Even if you love it, <laughs> yeah. it is still, I there really is still work. I really thought you were going to say it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> no, Complete no. and utter bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Um, it, even though, even when you love something, yeah. it's, there are still moments where it has its challenges and it is complete work, yeah. whether you love it or not. But it's just the hours of work, literally every single hour of the day. There's not an hour that passes where the business doesn't cross my mind or like even well, sleep, sleep deprivation and just yeah, but the even first when it's thing not, you wake up. Even when it's not crossing your mind, it's then forced back into your mind through social media or emails or phone calls or text messages or, you know, there's always ways of being reached and um, to the point where, uh, when was it? August, wasn't it? My sister's wedding. We was at my sister's wedding and somebody's contacting us about a cake order. And you just think, it's it's my sister's wedding. We've advertised, we're closed. Go away. Just just yeah. for just, just for, for just for a day, yeah. you know. Like yeah. literally in the middle of um, doing photos, you know, it's like a real sort of memorable bit of my sister's wedding and someone's contact is about a, a cake. It's just it's not nine to five and unfortunately through it we've lost not lost friends, friends. but people... Yeah, I don't like no. you anymore now. Yeah, well, we never really liked each other, mm, to be okay. fair. But people assume that you can just put it down. Mm. And you just switch off at the end of the day. Five o'clock, done. Mm-mm. The most supportive of, of friends, yeah. it has definitely become a massive challenge because yeah. they're just like, okay, you've been doing it for a few, ne- few years now. Surely yeah. you can give it a rest, but... When it continues to grow, it just it doesn't. It does take over. It's like all-consuming, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Well, like, I've always run my own business, mm. and bizarrely, in in the last three years, I've I've took a job as well, and in that job, my wife's the accountant as well. So, how do you find it being in a relationship? And then, because for me, we get in from work, and as we're having dinner we'll be talking about the people we don't like in the office or the people we do like in the office and the things that have irritated us. And then before you know it, we're an hour into talking about work and it's like, hang on a minute, this isn't our business. Why are we even talking about this? You know, because I know as well as you do, like when you go on holiday now, it takes me three or four days to stop thinking about work. And then I have a couple of days of holiday and then I have two or three days of thinking, fuck, what am I going to get back to? Like how much emails and letters and I'm going to have to play sort of catch up on so how do you find it as, as as being a couple as well for that kind of being able to switch off it is hard but we so we started the business like three years ago yeah before that we actually worked together okay um so Will and I both used to work on cruise ships all oh, right doing um, what so I was cruise director so in charge of the entertainment department um and Will started as a dancer. Okay. Um, and then worked his way up to be deputy. So between the two of us, we ran the department. We'd always had that sort of working relationship. When you got on board, obviously we didn't know each other, and he came on as a dancer. He what batted po- his what eyelids at, at me. At what point did the relationship begin? Was it like when he was like this sexy dancer, and he was all this powerful woman? Was it like? Is he a bit of your like your your sexy dancer boyfriend bit on the side? Please say yes, because that's just Why amazing. has he turned that into a porno scenario? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Chris's fantasy. Woman <laughs> 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 No, not me on the pole. No, Will on the pole. No, I know. 
Yeah, so when did the relationship start? Or was you, had you been working with each other for a while? No, literally. We Gemma got took no time at all getting a clause into me. It must have been oh. like a day. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, li- uh, it's probably like two weeks. No. No? It wasn't as long as that. It was only a 10-day cruise we were setting up for, so it Ooh, was less okay, than that. less than that. <laughs> oh, that's awkward. We got on very well to begin with. Yeah. No, we did. We... we Gemma's, Gemma's job was always, you know, when we were doing the shows, um, we'd be backstage getting ready to take over from the old cast who was outgoing. We'd be getting ready to do costume fittings and things like that. So we'd have to get backstage about 10, 15 minutes before the show finished. And then Gemma would also get backstage about 10, 15 minutes before the show finished to get ready to take it off and tell the passengers what was going on around the ship. So you've got 10 or 15 minutes of sitting around, not really doing a lot. So you get chatting. Yeah. And very quickly we found out that we lived remarkably close to each other that we had almost followed each other around colleges the areas of Essex Um, I moved to Hornchurch Gemma moved to Rumford I moved back to Wickford Gemma moved back to Canvey Um, you went to Seavick for a while didn't you Mm. Um, I was going to go to Seavick like we've just followed each other around so much so um, we had a lot in common, didn't so we? So yeah, it sort of got us chatting and then, yeah. you know, yeah. that happens every single night and before you know it, you know so much about each other Yeah. Um, that it just sort of carried on from there, really, didn't it? That's yeah. really, that Cupid is really came. nice, man. And, and it's also really unique that you, you've managed to work professionally together. Well, you know, I think like that. Like, for it to be successful on a cruise ship is one thing. Then you came home together and then you then also set up a company and it's like, yeah. It's, it's I think hard. when on the cruise ship, it was organic in the sense that I was always Will's boss. Yeah. Still am. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and because that's the way we'd always worked, it was yeah. easy. We've always had that working relationship. And I guess we had that before we hooked up. So yeah. from there, there, there's always been two relationships. We've always worn yeah. both hats. But yeah. they definitely do yeah. cross boundaries now, which is hard not to. Um, but so many people say that they couldn't work together, but I guess we're just lucky because it's yeah. something we've always known. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like, a previous guest, Big Papa Jay, like, him and his wife have set a business up, worked professionally together, then set a business up, and yeah. and literally in each other's pockets 24-7. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, I, I think that must be tough. It's like, you know, again... I've only ever really worked with my missus in a kind of professional environment, not for my business. So yeah. it's like, because that's the kind of, for me, that, that's like my baby. And that's like, I'm in control mm, of that. Yeah. The rest of my life in that house, I live with three girls. I have zero control. You know, I am <laughs> told where, when and what. So, uh, yeah, I don't think I could I could do it. I, oh, Cal, I don't know. Cal's muscling in now on the nightclub business. She yeah. came and DJ'd for us. Yeah, she uh, did. Made her debut on Saturday. Yeah. How'd it go? She was right. Yeah, she was well, you, you held her hand. I fucked off, didn't I? Yeah, you gave me a hospital pass. Carol was then like, I thought she's coming down, and she's like, I'm on first for the first hour. I thought, what you're doing the door? I literally asked her if she was doing the door, <laughs> and then she went, No, DJ. And I was like, Oh god, well, I am quite being quite rude there. But then she was, then she was like, Well, I've got no CDs. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? And she's like, Yeah, and I don't even like stews. And she then went, Yeah, do you want to just, uh, do you want to just hang back with her for the first hour? I was like, Fuck off, mate. <laughs> You're gonna like stitch me up, but I can't start criticizing what she's playing. Again, it's in my domain. I can't do it. No, it just it causes me trouble, and I get told off. Carol absolutely smashed it, though. To be fair, Um, I said to her the only disappointing thing at the end of her set was discovering that she hadn't just replaced Stu's set; that Stu was also DJing. 
thought Stu wasn't going to play, but then he went on. And the second song I played, as usual, my girl come up. Hello. Oh, hello. What can I play for you? Nothing. Can you turn it down? <laughs> Every time. Every fucking time. Didn't even go anywhere near Carol when she was doing her set. Just wait till I went up there, straight up. Yeah, and then they, yeah, yeah. It was a great night, though, wasn't it? It was really ice. Good night. I think everyone did good, good sets. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. So it was, a, it was a good, it was a good. Cool game. Anyway. I don't think we missed it. So how did yeah. the idea of cakes and Wilmers come about? Completely, utterly by accident. Okay. So I'd always baked as a hobby. So should we explain what Wilmers is a little bit first, just for listeners oh. that, that might not know exactly what it is? So we've got so Wilmers is a little shop. It on the Broadway in Leon Sea, and it's which is an idyllic place just outside of South End, isn't mm. it? So it's very nice. Yeah, mm. it's so supportive of the independent community. Yeah. There's so many lovely little indie shops. They're absolutely beautiful. It's really, really lovely and a very artistic community. Mm. So it's a perfect place for us. Um, and we've got like a little gourmet bakery which does cupcakes and brownies, um, Rocky Roads, cake slices. We do a lot of birthday cakes, wedding cakes, corporate cakes as well. But we do quirky, everything's got a little bit of quirk and flair. We do quirky um, hot chocolates, which are all made with really good products. So it's all actual Belgian chocolate yeah. as opposed to any other stuff. Nice producer yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and of course, cool coffee as well. Yeah. Um, so Will's our barista. Um, and it's just a tiny little shop, but it keeps us so very busy. It's really, really grown. Um, and it's been open for just over a year now. Well, the shop's been open well, for the just shop, over a year. Yeah, now. yeah, the shop has been just open for a year. So we started, it all came about completely, almost by accident. So as I said, we worked on cruise ships. Sure. Um, really long story short, almost four years ago, I started getting a repetitive... Um, eye infection called uveitis which is just an infection of your uvea um, so you couldn't have any light in your eyes um, and the doctors said the amount you're getting it is not common um, so there must be an underlying problem turns out that I've got an autoimmune disease although we didn't know it at the time it was Australia Day three years ago and uh, I popped down to just almost get, four. Oh, yeah almost four yeah um, this February or yeah, January it'll be four, four years, years ago so literally to go and get a piece of paper so that I could just get off the ship to go and see a specialist mm. just for the day. And the doctor went, oh, just so you know, we're going to medically disembark you tomorrow. I was like, what? Sorry. Today's the biggest day in <laughs> for Australians. It's Australia Day and you, it just can't happen. It's like the ship sailing without a captain. So I called Shoreside. They were like, no, you can't go tomorrow. But three days later, they had a quick standing replacement. And I was sent home. So another three days later, Will came home. But we didn't realise at that stage it is what it is. I thought I was getting off the ship for a couple of days to just go and see another specialist and have a lot of tests. And uh, when I got there, he said, no, sorry, you're, you're too sick. We need to get you clearance to fly back to the UK. But I felt fine. I just had an eye infection, or so it seemed. So as soon as I got home, I was under Booper, which was quite nice. <laughs> it's very yeah. nice, in fact. Um and basically they then said no you've you've got a long-term illness so we just we did think it was going to be shorter term than what it was yeah so we started having a lovely life we were laying in just going to the gym just going out to eat and drink um thinking that we'd go back to ships in a couple of weeks and and a couple of weeks turned to a few more weeks and then a few more weeks turned into a couple of months and we looked at the bank balance and went Oh, we should probably actually do something if we're going to be here for a little while. Yeah. But in our heads, we still thought it was going to be 
just maybe a month or two. Exactly, but then it turned out that there were a lot more hospital waiting rooms and tests and... Well, the problem was that we, as soon as we found a a sort of semi-diagnosis and they started trying to treat it, um, as far as the shipment was concerned, the the medical treatment that Gemma was receiving on Bupa was then pulled because there was a diagnosis. So then it had to go over to the NHS, which as much as the NHS is awesome, um, it's obviously a bit slower than Mm -hmm. the private sector. Um, So then, as I said, a a few weeks that we were anticipating started to get a bit longer and a bit longer and a bit longer. Um, So literally we went out to... For breakfast, breakfast one, one day, morning, and we? I got a text message from one of my friends saying, oh, any chance I could have a cake? Because I'd always hobby-baked, I'd fattened everybody up. But the thing is, for most of the, sh- for most of the year, eight, nine months out of the year, we were at sea, so we couldn't bake. Yeah. So when I came home, I used to constantly bake. So all of my yeah. friends wanted cakes, and that was fair enough. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Will and I were living on cloud nine at the time, but we went, well, why don't we just make a business out of this? <laughs> we're eating breakfast. And I think if my realistic self or my future self had been there to bitch slap myself, um, or Will, we wouldn't have done it. But then we went, well, there's no point. If we're going to do something like this for the summer, just thinking again, it was for the summer, there's no point just being sort of a home baker. No disrespect, but we wanted... Um, a unique selling point so we said well we've got to do it differently so we're just sitting there casually looking and brainstorming ideas all over breakfast so this is in like a 40 minute window it's something that I'd always love to do Um, but I don't think Looking back, we knew what a big you know, sort of the significance of that that breakfast. Oh no, you not at all. Have, you might have not gone to breakfast there that day, and that conversation might not have come up. But we for literally sure. hopped online, and we were looking for food trailers. We'd going back to the ships. Mm. One, so I used to host all of the culinary demonstrations. I had my own TV show and bits on the ship. So I was always working with different chefs, and a lot of them had food trucks, and a lot of them had were like celebrity chefs and stuff. So I knew a lot about this side of things. And I thought back to a guy called Chef Daniel, and I was like, oh, he's got a food truck. Maybe we could do a food truck and just do festivals. <laughs> Completely mm. pulling ideas <laughs> out the air again. And so we had a look, and I was like, oh, look, there's a pink one. That's quite cakey. That looks nice. Oh, and it's only in the West End. I don't know in my head where I thought they were storing it around the back of Her Majesty's or something. <laughs> but I called them, arranged a viewing, and it was only a couple of hours later. I went, oh, I better get the address. So I gave her a call. I was like, oh, I just want to know whereabouts in the West End you are. She went, oh, Glasgow. There's there's a West End in Glasgow. <laughs> so uh, we literally, the next day, bought a Shogun, um, a 4 by 4 drove to Glasgow. We, the car we had, so, well, say the car we had, the car we have, it's only a little Clio. Um, and no matter what kind of tow bar you put on the back of it, that Cleo ain't pulling, yeah. pulling nothing. Um, so yeah, we quickly bought a car, bought a car, drove to Glasgow and back in a day with a trailer, Amazing. and then literally spent about four weeks, was it? Uh, yeah, Three or four weeks, like that, yeah, yeah. Renovating her, working on our business plan as we went, but we knew we'd be selling cakes <laughs> <laughs> uh, and coffee, and then literally started looking we for clients and we shot found... off so many emails didn't we just hoping that you know at the time we were so green we didn't realize but the festival season starts as application process in you know november december january february time that sort of area about now um and we're in june yeah we were in june and the festivals are already started we're, like, so oh, we're, we're just you know up. we're just literally ringing people up oh i've got your email uh blah 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 blah, blah. we want to come to your festival this is what we do we we hadn't done it before. We were literally just winging it, weren't we? To yeah, many well, extents. Yeah, it was. You know, we're this quirky cake company. We do this, we do that. In, in actual fact, 
we'd not even registered with company's house. We hadn't we hadn't set up anything at that point. You know, we were literally just hoping Are we you could just get work. Us right now. Well, no, because the business <laughs> the business hadn't started at that point. We were yeah, literally totally. just trying yeah, to we, drum up yeah, exactly. leads yeah. at that point. You know, we were as I said, greener than green. Um, and lo and behold, somehow. People we got, got back to us. Yeah, a lot and of people started coming back going, yeah, we don't have anything like you. And we went, well, we definitely got that unique selling point, didn't we? Mm. Yeah. And uh, off to festivals we went. <laughs> we skipped off. It was a It was a steep learning curve. Very steep. Um, but Insofar again, as what? Um, so, oh, that's the next point. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. And look, listen, there's a fucking box of cakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've got we cakes. We haven't started on yet. And I haven't heard anything any of you a lot have said yet. So if we can open them... <laughs> Start eating them. So we'll you've go got uh, a Snickers brownie, oh. a Ferrero Rocher cupcake, chocolate salted oh. caramel or salted caramel, Snickers, lemon or chocolate orange. So it's up to you. Wow. Oh, they all sound shit, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Are you going to share? Or gonna go? Of course. No. no. You don't want to, do you? You want to share a bite of a cupcake with me? Well, well I don't they're, mind. They're well, like, uh, there's, there's two. two that stuff orange. you got on your knob, you haven't got it on your mouth, have you? <laughs> <laughs> so started. <laughs> There's um there's two orange and there's two lemons. I mean, you don't have oh, okay. to split them unless you really really okay. want to. Well, what did you want to go for? Shane? I'm gonna try the Snickers brownie. Yeah, okay, nice. We can share that. that oh, massive. there you go. That's massive though. Now all of a sudden you want to share. Yeah, you don't have to um, eat it, Lady in the Tramp style. You can <laughs> break it in half. That's the reason why I don't want to share because we always have to do it that way. Uh, Going in. So I think. God, split it in half. Oh, that is massive. Uh, thank you. That's what. That's what. Um. The girls never tell him that. <laughs> that what are you get? That's very kind of you. She's broken off a tiniest little bit. Yeah, a little crusty bit. I'm going to bite off slightly the bigger. No, literally, guys, we eat cake all the no, time. No, no, but... Help yourself. We'll pop that back in there, because we might want to have another bit of something else in it. bit to save some room, maybe. That's good. Is it good? Mm. Let me give it a little bite. While, while we chomp on this, why don't you tell us what your number four was? Oh, okay. So it's, it's the gamble that it just might not work. It's the case of the fear of being a statistic, as it were, mm-hmm. because you can't get around it. The statistics say that pretty much one in three or is it two in three i love the fact i got my statistic wrong mm-hmm. but go under in the first be two or three yeah yeah it's a crazy amount of business in the first year go out of business uh and then i think you're still not out the woods for the first three years mm-hmm. that's when the statistics sort of starts to lessen if you like or get more favorable but i mean you know businesses can go under at the drop of a hat i mean mm-hmm. what was it what who's who's it um house of fraser have obviously just had their yep. um Oh, the high streets are scary. The problems, you know, in house fraser been going for years. So I mean, even though you get past the, you know, the three-year mark, mm. doesn't mean you're out of the woods. Mm. I mean, instead, if a corporation like that can go down, hell, anything can happen, right? So you guys could have gone down straight away. Well, the, well, well I tell you what. Going well, back, going to, back to actually one the, of those the learning bookings. curve. So one of our first festivals, we, I think we'd done. It was our first big festival. We'd done a few small festivals, um, and this one was 12,000. Um, had the small ones gone successfully? Yeah, the small bits had all... Yeah, they had. Hang on. This was our first... The, the, the small bits we'd done beforehand we thought were successful, and at the time we were very happy with what we managed to achieve. Looking back on it now, it's... Yeah kind of laughable to be honest isn't it you know, it's, yeah, it is, you know you look back and go that's what we did you know th- th- there's no way that there's any wage in that for the amount of hours we did but at the time we were on cloud nine mm. you know yes we've gone out people we've, wanted we've, our shit you know, people have bought our products you know so from that point of view it was we were immensely proud but the that, fact we come home with 20 quid in our pocket <laughs> but confident yeah oh we were yeah. so confident mm. which i think we needed to be but this 
big festival that we went to. It was twelve thousand, so it's not. We're not talking Glastonbury. Um, it's a lot of people, though. Yeah, yeah twelve thousand yeah. people. Yeah, and so is. we thought, oh god, and we were in the main area as well, and they were saying, you just just make sure you don't run out. So we literally baked. We went the to town, days. didn't we? We baked so so much, and when we got there, we. We were very nervous, but the it stopped, It ended up opening late. Everyone had been in the sun all day. Everyone was absolutely off their trolley when they came in. But most importantly, everyone was off their face on MDMA. So the last thing anyone anyone wanted to do was to eat anything, let yeah. alone like a stodgy, mm. cakey food. So, but I've also as well, our plan was not just to offer just cakes. You know, we were going to do like morning breakfast and. Mm-hmm. Toasts and scones and, and, and scones. all so sorts of things like that. Teas. So we had loads of stuff with us. I mean, we filled a van. We, we hired a refrigerated van for the weekend and it was full to the brim. I mean, there was gallons and gallons of milk. There was bags and bags of coffee. There was so much stuff in this van. If there was an apocalypse, we'd have lived for a year, I'm yeah. sure. But we just didn't want to run out. They said, yeah. make sure you don't run out. You look really unprofessional. In hindsight, we should have sold out. That would have been the best thing in the world. Um, so the first night, we'd taken a little bit. The next morning, tumbleweed came past. All the other traders were exactly the same. They're all looking sort of twiddling their thumbs going, this isn't usually like this. We're all stuffed if something doesn't happen. And I was like, oh God, I started having a meltdown. And I panic about little things. Well, I panic about big things as well. Um, But I overthink everything. So I went, you know what? I just think I need to go and have a little lay down in the tent. (laughs) (laughs) I just need some time on my own. So I went out to the tent and all of a sudden I got very religious. I was like, just please let us break even. I don't care what happened. Please just let us break even. I I promise I'll be a good girl this year. We, for a new business, we had, I mean, we weren't, you know, our house wasn't up for, you know, remortgaging things, but we had literally spent everything we had in, in, in our savings, you know, the money we had from the ships. I mean, you're talking a few thousand pounds, well, probably a bit more oh, than that, really. It was really. more than that with a pitch um, fee. And, yeah, yeah. It, it was, well, yeah, a few, few, few thousand pounds um, was all into this. And we were like, you know, for, for a new business, we're like three or four events in. This is like sink or swim, you know, mm. you're, you're going one way or the other. So we were getting very sweaty. So I went out to the tent. I was like, oh God, please just, please let us, (laughs) please. Um, And all of a sudden we started to get a little bit busier, but not by selling cakes, by no means. Um, My brother's girlfriend went, you know what? I've got an idea. Give me a book of cards. So she went off to Macro or Booker, wherever she went, came back with loads of Hubba Bubbers, <laughs> chewing gum and ice poles, and just started selling them to everyone who was off their face on MDMA. They're having a lovely time. Yeah. And we broke even and made, I think, probably about 100 quid um, over the whole event. But the reality is all the other traders were going home like six, seven grand down. Yeah. Um, so they were going home thousands. And for a first time, people... People were crying, going, oh, this has ruined our summer. This has, like, ruined everything. And then there's me <laughs> skipping off into the sunset. Um, For, like, a week's worth of work between two people, we made made £100. You're like, yeah. yes. <laughs> we, we were high bankrupt yes. But that's the thing. We yeah, come but... away from it going exactly that. You know, we, we it was a lucky escape. Um, and, again, it was a steep learning curve. Yeah. Because... And, and you used initiative to get yourself out of it. I mean, okay, it was your um, what, Drew's... Girlfriend. Yeah, Drew's yeah. girlfriend sort of helped Amy. You, yeah, along with that idea, but still. Yeah, she uh, she was like, "Let me go." Off she came. Mm, yeah. Um, but incidentally, the, that's the greatest chocolate brownie I've ever had. It's fucking excellent, it's isn't amazing. it? Amazing. Oh, yeah. 
That is great. I love a Snickers anyway. Mm. I wanted uh, some of that. (laughs) 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 Too late, Shagger. But um, we afterwards, it's also making a good thing, learning out of of all your situations. Because very quickly they can. You you get these emails through from from, uh, these, well, from our point of view, from from the festival organisers. And there's a lot of information in there that ma- makes it sound like you're going to literally go in and, and, and win the lottery as, yeah. as such. You know, we've got 12,000 people coming. We've got 12,000 resident people staying on site and you're the only vendor that does tea and coffee. You're the only vendor that does burgers, whatever it is that you do. So you think, oh my God, you've got 12,000 people yeah. and they've got to have breakfast, lunch and dinner and they all need a coffee because who can't start the day about a coffee or a tea? So you just, you know, whatever it is that you do, you think, yes. And the reality is you get there and, as, as Gemma said, they're all off their face on <laughs> other <laughs> things and they're not interested about your food offering. Oh, they're not worried about what drinks you've got to offer. Um, I want to stand next to your radio playing music and dance to it. Basically. Absolutely. Yeah, and we did have that. Um, <laughs> we really did. And, yeah, you then start to learn very quickly that you can't take everything that comes through in the emails from people as, as gospel because gospel, yeah. these people at the end of the day are trying to do a job. They're trying to fill their slots. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a they're a salesperson at the end of the day they're trying to fulfill their quota as it were yeah, of course. Um, and we were just green to think yeah. that that's legitimately but 100% that true but shows how new we were as well yeah absolutely you mm. know we're going into a, a, a sector a business that we had done pretty much little to no research on uh, other than buying a trailer for yeah a little bit for research yeah, a little bit but I mean bit. not yeah, that could have done more yeah probably should have done a bit more but we learned as we went in yeah, relation we to the, that first summer we learned so much yeah but that situation we had so much left over um, so we didn't want it to go to waste and I remember packing up actually and you were literally you were just in having hissy fits we can't chuck this away we can't throw it away we've got to do something with it so well, what do you want to do with you know 50 gallons of milk you can't put that in your freezer and mm. get through it's got to go. I mean, well, there's got to be somewhere that will take it. There's got to be... Uh, the, hosp- the hospice, St Luke's Hospice in Basildon, for example, um, my aunt went there and she didn't get to see the business. She really liked cake. So I was like, well, let's just try. And Will was like, they're not going to take it. They're not going to take it. Because I'm thinking from a logical point of view, or I thought it was logic, you know, what happens if something's wrong with the food? I mean, it hasn't. It's been in a refrigerated van. But, yeah. you know, who does it come down who's to? Insurance? If, uh, yeah, who's exactly. insurance? Who's insurance? You know... There's a reason why the, you know the big companies won't give their stuff away mm. to people who are less fortunate yeah. for the same reasons. And I said, but they probably won't take it. Yeah. And Jen was adamant. She's like, let's just try because you never know. It's like, mm. okay. So literally, we loaded it all into the car, didn't we? And the next morning, drove down to St Luke's, um, wandered in, and who did we speak? It was the head of the head of housekeeping. I went, uh, we've got some bits. We're just on a festival. We've got some food and drink left over if you want it. And she burst into tears. And basically, she was so so grateful. And they were doing um, afternoon tea events, but their funding they didn't have enough mm. to fund it. So basically, they were. She was pulling her hair out, wondering cake. how she was going to feed all these people that had yeah. come into the hospice. Amazing. Um, and all of a sudden. They had enough cake. They had a yeah. lot, a lot of cake, but um, it was, yeah, it was a good outcome. And ever since, any of our surplus. That's right. You're always taking a trip down to yeah. St Luke's, isn't it? With like the mm. spare cupcakes and that. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, before we move on to things like, because I want to talk about your cupcakes and, and bits and pieces like that, shall we hear uh, number three? Yeah. So what's your, what's, your, oh. what's one of your other ones? Which one of your other changes? And and can I have a drink, please, Stuart? Yes. Uh, like, have you got any? What you got down there, mate? Not non-alcoholic, please. Um. Cool fact. 
A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Weekend, so I just wanted to just take it easy. Yeah. Can I have a glass, mate? Okay, I guess I can drink it. Yes. Sorry. No, that's all right. Are you guys okay for liquid? Uh, all good, thank you. This is very nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm good yeah. for a minute. Thank sure. you. Yeah, yeah, good. It's lovely. Um, I would say this all sounds very pessimistic, doesn't it? Because we're given all the bad things, uh, but they're just challenges. But challenges. there are so many good things. But yeah. my next one is probably. The amount of reinvestment and how financially poor and even time poor that we became when we first started. It's, again, literally just reinvestment. And if you don't do that, you don't grow. You've got to speculate to accumulate. Um, but it's a little bit challenging, literally. Well, you're like, yeah, we've made this money. And it's like, well, we haven't now. Because in order to get where we need to go to make this viable in the long run... You've got to put it straight back, back in the pot. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that pot gradually filled itself up, and. But it's difficult though, isn't it? Because you, you know, you look at the end of the month or the end of the week or you know whenever it is that you look, um, and you you see all this money sitting there, whether that be in your bank account or in your safe at home or wherever you keep your money, and um, you think, oh my god, look at all that. But then you think, well, actually, we've still got pitch fees to pay out for. Uh, we've still got what if the car goes wrong? We've still got to pay for the MOT. Um, insurances are in you know and actually we need a new coffee machine because the one we've got is too small or you know we need a bigger oven or we need more baking trays and before you know it that money that you had is gone and there's nothing left to go and have a drink at the weekend or there's nothing left to book your holidays and all of a sudden you think ah but it is really worth it but that's the thing (laughs) you're not but are are you still thinking well do you know what I'm your own boss like I haven't got to get up Monday and do something I don't want to do. I haven't got to to go and make someone else some money. Like, See, that's the thing. Before we were slaves to the almost to the corporation, and no matter man. how much you do, they always want more of your soul. It's never enough. There's always staff cuts. There's always cuts of some form, so that you're always having to work more hours and to give that little bit more. And you just feel like you're on a a hamster on a wheel. And it was really, really hard. So you don't have that. But at the same time, you have the aspiration constantly, which still, 
to constantly better. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you could, for some people, they might go, oh, the business is an awesome place. We're happy. We'll just sit here. But I think that's probably one of my downfalls that I constantly can see the next stage that I would like to get to. Yeah. And I'm sure one day I'll be like, yeah, that's cool. We've, we've rocked this. But mm. at the moment I can still see yeah. ways to improve and to grow the business. So, but you, you're not, you, well, you're your own boss, so you don't have to it's answer. Your, and your on a will still, but it's your own will, isn't it? But exactly. I, I, I find that, um, you know, I'm, I'm probably only one of maybe a few of my mates that, like, and I'm talking about my old mates that, that have worked for themselves and had their own businesses. And so many of my mates are just like, yeah, but it must be fucking great. You know, if you don't want to go work tomorrow, you ain't got to go work tomorrow. And it's like, yeah, but if I don't go work tomorrow, it don't get done. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, and the no bonus is... No pay, no holiday pay. Completely. None of the fun and, stuff. and the thing is, that at five o'clock, when you walk out of your job and you shut the door and you get in... Chances are a lot you probably don't think about your job until you walk back through that office door at nine o'clock in the morning. When you've got your own business, you're laying there at three o'clock in the morning thinking, fuck, have I done that? Have I got to do that? Do you know what I mean? It's it's definitely got its pros and cons. Do you know what I mean? It's all encompassing having your own business without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, it it was for me anyway. Yeah, no, and, it like, really is. and the thought of, you know, I, my office was in Basildon and I would ensure every day that I could work where we're sitting there, you know, but I have to have myself in a work environment. So it was like, right, I'm going to go and rent an office somewhere and at eight o'clock, I want to drop the kids to school and I'm going to go work. I'm going to do them hours because I have to because there's distractions at home and there's things that, you know, school holidays, the kids are here and it's like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't, you know, I have to, I have to be like in an environment where I can get my, my head where it needs to be. And I think it's, yeah, I don't. I don't think a lot of people that have never had their own business can quite understand just how hard it is. Like, and and I think anyone that's got the balls to have a go at it, it's pretty. I admire them completely. Yeah, it's definitely hard. The thing is, since we've had a shop, it's definitely got easier in the aspect like you with the office because when we're at home, it's like oh, definitely, we'll do that in half an hour. Let's just have a lunch, a nice long lunch, yeah. maybe a nap oh, but as now, well. Now, yeah, oh. now I've had lunch, I want to go and have a little sleep. Come on, let's just, yeah. just 20 minutes, just 30 minutes, just, just yeah. come on, let's lay down 40 minutes and before you know <laughs> it, you just, you procrastinate the day away. Yeah. Naps are one of my favourite things in the world. Mm. Um, How can you make money out of that, do you reckon? I don't know, but I'm really, really mm. hoping I'll... I bet there's some people out there that would watch people sleeping. Just, oh, just, no, just, no, just, I just, actually, mm. there's people who basically go and be snuggle buddies for people when they sleep. And they just sleep together, yeah. not in the fun way. Yeah, Craig signed up way. for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, snuggle buddies. That's kind Any of time we've been that. away, I've always kind of thought, is he watching me? <laughs> like you strike me as someone that would just kind of just be sort of get up in the night and just think, oh, I might just watch him for a while. I like that. I like that. I like imagining strangling people. <laughs> yeah, so, Taking uh, snuggling to the next extreme. Yeah. Really strangling. Really tight. A little struggle snuggle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, oh gosh. Um, it's sort of, going back to the hours, <clears throat> it's since having, like the office, having the shop, we're now governed, we're now stuck there for the hours that we mm. advertise. So there is no, oh, let's just go in at 11am yeah. tomorrow. There was one day we did do it due to unfortunate circumstances um that we didn't open the shop and we had 
a family pa- family member pass away. So you'd think you'd, people would sort of let you have that day. But we got shitty emails. Uh, why yeah. Why are you closed? Yeah, we plastered you... it everywhere. Literally be plastered it. There are boards outside everywhere. every social media, but then there's still those people who don't understand. They, yeah. Of course, from the other perspective, they might have taken their day off work. They, there's lots of different reasons why. It's amazing that they obviously felt it's such a special thing to come to Wilmers, yeah. but obviously that day we just at the time that's not the thing you want to be sitting down. You're to still read. human beings, aren't you? Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, completely. But as well, because you care, it is really hard then to try and detach yourself from the situation. Well, when we was on the ships, we used to get um, like a passenger comment forms at the end of the cruise. To sort of it's like TripAdvisor of your restaurant. Mm. Yeah, you know, to sort of let you know ship how... how you, yeah, ShipAdvisor. <laughs> ship um, <laughs> to, to let you know sort of how you're doing. You know, you could get personal comment cards or you'd just get an online sort of uh, segment, you know. Maybe just say the entertainment was great, the entertainment was crap, whatever. But occasionally people would single you out. You know, Gemma was amazing at what she did or we really love Gemma and Will was a, you know, whatever. But then equally you'd get the people that hated what you did. The entertainment was rubbish. But at that point, as much as you take it personally, it is easier just to shrug it off. You know, it is yeah, easier just yeah. to go, okay, well, it's not for you, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Whereas when someone goes, you know, that cake was rubbish, it's like, it's like a, uh, a not dagger, that we've a dagger had through that. your heart. No, we haven't had that, but it's like a dagger through your heart. If someone ever says anything bad about mm. what you're doing because you're sort of putting yourself out there mm. for people to critique, and that's that's hard. Yeah, yeah. So that is very hard. Right do, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's not just a cake, it's not just a brownie. It's like we've, you know, we've physically made it and to someone to have someone say that's not good enough hurts doesn't it it wouldn't be good and it should though because it's your passion right? yeah when you care and if you don't have that then i don't think having your own business is for you because yeah, you completely. should care about whatever you're doing whether it be you know building yeah. a wall or mm. you know making a dress or mm. baking cakes or fixing a car if you don't care about it mm. then you shouldn't have your own business in it mm. yeah very that true. was very passionate yeah, right there. Yeah. So, so <coughs> we haven't talked about the passion itself, which is is the cupcakes, and and uh, mm. I don't know if this is going to come up in, in any your, your to- in any of these points, but you have made like a variety of awesome cupcakes now. Like when I look at online and I compare you to our cupcake businesses, like the top ones, you're you're smashing it. Your decorations are amazing, and I, and we've sat down before and you've looked at ones. Um, other big brands and that and you're like I'm confident I know I can do this I know I can make these bigger these fantastic birthday cakes and whatnot. so what how do you get inspired to sort of like do your flavour combinations and stuff like that oh flavour combinations I personally I'm a little bit of a foodie myself um and I just love playing with different things. Like mm. one of, we did quite a lot of food festivals before opening the shop, and so it was always the case of what unusual things can we take to the mm-hmm. food festivals. So one of our, well, one of our unusual products, but is still such a great seller, is marmite and caramel uh, cake. So it's like a, it's almost like a salted caramel, but you yeah. definitely get a marmite kick from it yeah. and it really works all the unusual flavors mm. really they pull people in they make conversation point which is also good for your social media yep. and everything else but when it is also a kick-ass cake the worst thing is if you buy something like we went to belgium and we had chocolate flavored beer two of the best things combined mm. no it was bad mm. so then you just go oh well that was a waste of time and money and effort yeah. so but when it is great obviously then thumbs up so we like unusual things but it's taken inspiration from wherever you can find it yeah. what, what other what do, you, do you both so do you, do you both 
like come up with the, the flavors and the and do you both bake and decorate and oh, I was going to say on the baking of the the making of the flavors I'm going to say yes <laughs> no no a lot of it's Gemma's got a real eye for it and a real taste for it as well you know mm. I've I've just got a sweet tooth mm-hmm. um, to the point where actually the other day we were we were making new hot chocolate concoctions for the shop. And there wasn't one that I got given that was too sweet. I was like, yeah, that's lovely, that's lovely. <laughs> However, the whole team and anyone else we could find walk through the door was like, oh my God, like, <laughs> I love really sugar, sweet. but that's, yeah. that's so sweet. And I'm like, is it? So, you know, <laughs> yeah. like for me, I'm yeah. just, you can't out-sweet my sweet tooth. Um, <laughs> so which, basically, we don't let Will taste test. Which isn't right. great, yeah, because otherwise you, you just get lots of kids kind of like, Fitting out on the floor with like <laughs> sugar, um, which yeah, no, leaving uh, diabetic. You a, yeah, there's a climbing wall just so they can burn <laughs> it off. Yeah, exactly, and that's all thanks to me. So uh, I kind of stay away from a lot of that. Um, but, but the thing is, people, it's really, really lovely. But obviously, we're both the face when people come in, which is nice. But people will always say in a comment online, or they will come in and they will say it to us in emails and phone calls. Oh my God, Gemma, the cake was so amazing. Gemma, I absolutely loved it. You did an amazing job. But Will actually makes the cakes as well. So it might be the case of that some of the quirky flavours that I come up with. But Will definitely bakes. Will is, Will's like a cake plastering guru. I don't so have I've the patience for... I've seen his work. He likes calling it plastering because it sounds more manly. Um, <laughs> Cake plasterer. Yep. Um, he's got a little shirt with it on the back. But uh, Will is so much better at it than I am. There's definitely things, as a partnership, that we've definitely got yeah. down That's to the a thing. It's a, it, There's certain things that I do that are, are better than Gem, and there's certain things that Gemma does that are better than me, but together, you're still pushing for the same goal so they compliment exactly and you don't you don't find that you get like the the ego's not there where you don't you can't back down on those sort of things you're just like okay it seems that you might have that skill set a bit better and it's going to work better if we sort of but that was the same with the trailer as well and it was the same Mm. with ships everything we've done there's always been that so will i couldn't fix a tire or do anything like that it's it yeah. comes in hand. Do you in get hand. that along cruise ships then? Tires, Tires going flat the all the time. It's a right pain in the arse. So the trailers no more. Uh, Actually, no, they officially aren't anymore, are they? Yeah. As of about a month ago. Is yeah. this cakey McCakeface? Goodbye. Yeah. Sayonara. Yeah. Later's yeah. cakey. Mm. Which was a sad day, wasn't it? Yeah. The the shop's definitely taken. Yeah. The original idea was to try and keep them on uh, to be able to mm. do. You know the food festivals. Cause it's sure. a great way of getting out there mm. and uh, meeting new people and, and showing your product off, especially at some of the food festivals locally. You know, they, you have people come from all around, um, and the idea was to try and still attend them. But with the shop, it's just not been possible. Yeah, and but um, that's due to its success. Which yeah, is absolutely. Amazing. It's not. You know, it's yeah. not. A, it's not a bad thing, but it's not been possible. Um, so we decided that they need new homes and it, they're better off being used and sitting there yeah, you know, going to waste, really. Okay, so exactly. um, so you might see them at a festival next year with some mm. other green owners going, oh. <laughs> With 50 gallons of yeah, milk exactly. in the back. Yeah, yeah. So much. Flogging hubba bubba. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice poles. What, um, so, because that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, you, you have been, it has gone really well and you have had people approach you. Like, people are keen, aren't they, to sort of like get their fingers into it, really. And sort of help you along, but also, you know, you, you don't want to expand. It seems like you don't want to expand too quickly. Like you want to sort no, of like take your time and make sure you know, know your game and know the sort of the numbers that you're. you're when doing. we first started, it was a little bit of a whirlwind, and yeah. we did think that with 
cake and went cake face it was just going to be for a summer yeah. and when we realized that actually there was a success in this and our product is really really great we then had to then work out everything else that came with it and then it grew and it grew slowly and since it has grown a lot slower thank god we mm. haven't played any more gambling we <laughs> we yeah. do everything yeah it? everything's calculated now so and researched as well which is what we missed out to begin with a lot of it is you know we do a lot more research before we launch anything before we do anything you know i mean you know we've been chewing your ear off many a time about yeah. what to what to do and what sort of avenues to get people's opinions on things which to begin with we didn't necessarily do a hundred percent do you not i think when you you start something new you're so excited about yeah. opportunities and what you're doing that mm -hmm. the pitfalls are kind of secondary really aren't they yeah i think you just get caught up in it and get yeah, excited it was a complete right whirlwind and i think if also if we hadn't have had that i don't think we would be where we yeah. are today because there were people saying yes ultimately we were too late we were really lucky that we were given those opportunities mm. and if we'd had those knockbacks then we just wouldn't yeah. be but it's but i think the other thing to take from now. that as well is that you know as much as we've had those bad things happen to us i'm at the same time still sitting here not wanting to change a single thing that's happened because those bad things have still helped us get to where we and are you today. Survive, of course because oh, you know again the learning curve you know had that not have happened had we have gone to that first festival and had an amazing time, mm. we would probably wouldn't have learned. You know, you, I, th I believe you learn a lot more from your failures than you do your successes yeah. because sure. you can figure out what went wrong and adjust it to make sure it doesn't you, happen. You just have to hope that those failures aren't too big. Yes, yeah, it's absolutely. Like, it's, like I dropped, it's a weird, weird analogy I'm going to say here, but I got a new phone the other day and um, I knocked it off the side, and it hit on my on my stone tile kitchen floor. It hit that, and I thought, oh my god. And you know, it hadn't cracked, it hadn't done anything. It done the smallest dent on the side of it. Like, it's absolutely so tiny. And I was bitching about it to myself. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And the truth is, it's like, I just got an absolute warning that I have to order Have you bought a this. screen protector? Yeah, I bought it. I'm okay, over it. Good. So I have, like, so it was like, that was a good thing because the next, because if I hadn't had that happen, the next mistake would have been the one that I couldn't recover from. The one mm -hmm. where the phone is in pieces mm -hmm. and you're like, that's beyond broken. So you do survive from your mistakes if if you live through them. Do you know what I mean? If it doesn't utterly kill your business then dead in the water, then you should be able to sort of like learn from it and sort yeah. of like crawl back from it. And I think as well, it's wanting and also almost wanting to learn from it because you see so many people go, oh doesn't matter and you just see people still making the same mistakes but we took mm. our chip and we stuck a phone screen protector on it and <laughs> still are. um but the shop we is growing a little bit slower which is great because well, it wouldn't have been sustainable going, would it yeah exactly it, no. and, and i think i think about what you said earlier you could have over committing or making a mistake and now you know it better so yeah absolutely. and then when it comes to the expansion as well you also really i mean i can't speak for every industry out there but i know you know specifically with us it's learning to trust you the people you're working with that they aren't gonna rip you off yeah that they aren't going to learn what you're teaching them and go and do it themselves mm. so you've got to make sure that you get a sort of sustainable workforce as yeah. such to sort that's of help. hard though isn't it absolutely yeah because you, you know as you much know... as you think you know someone yeah ultimately i suppose you never really truly do yeah, yeah, yeah. um but you hope that the person you're investing that time and effort in will pay off in the future yeah yeah um and again i mean even recently we've had a lucky escape with that one hadn't we um 
the shop. There were some people that we got to know and we thought were very friendly with us. And unfortunately, we let them a little bit too close. And they were oh, yeah. almost going to do what we did, minus a couple of things, directly opposite us because a, 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 yeah. a place came up. Um, and you you know completely blindsided us, like 110%. Neither yeah. of us expected it at all. Um which is difficult, you know, just as you think, you know, you're sort of riding that wave of, yeah, you know, we're doing, doing all right. Well, and you want to help Boom. out others. And yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and that was the thing. It, it come from what we were trying to do from a good place of trying to help other people, but unfortunately they then whipped that carpet from under our feet. Some people are just ruthless pricks. They really are. Yeah. But the thing is, in business, I think you have to be a bit ruthless. Mm. But I... There's a, there's le- there's but I think I think there's a, le- a line, there's people, a level. People like to, the, the, the ruthless people are the people so it's just business. And it's actually like, there, there is a, there's avenues and scope. I have this conversation with Aaron a lot. When, uh, and Fred, we haven't had yeah. Aaron on yet. And at some point, I'm sure we will. Um, but he's like, sometimes feels bad when he's, he, he doesn't want to do certain ventures with certain people. And it's like, but, you know, there's there's reasons. You've just explained the reasons. This isn't about friendship. It's just that, that that's the decision that you've made. And, and it's a sensible. That's not being harsh, you know. Aaron always gives opportunities to everyone that he that he thinks is, is right for it. But then there's other people who just fl- are just flat out sharking, and yeah. and, and that's it. It's like you can't. There, there is a line with it in capitalism and stuff like that. It's hard because you've got to distinguish between the two. Yeah. Is are people like wolves in sheep clothing, yeah. or are they actually genuine? It's it's really hard to know hmm. and to trust. Obviously, clearly we have trust issues with <laughs> with stuff, but. If but I, I think, think you want to protect what you've also built. We've, you yeah, know, we've the last three so years we have given up so much. You know, as Gemma said earlier, it was you, we've had friendships put on the line because they don't understand that nine to five yeah. thing. Um, you know, we've missed out on on a lot through you know whether it be birthdays or you know all mm. sorts of things. And so I wouldn't want to lose all of that just because we entrusted in someone too yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it may be a trust issue. But I think so far that trust issue has probably served us well to date. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, th- I would say, yeah, that has served us well. But at the same time, our s- the success of Wilmers, which, again, is amazing. We now, uh, on weekends, we get queues out the door for several hours at a time. And our little shop really is bursting at the seams. And yeah. It's to the point where it's almost counterproductive because people will start getting upset if yeah. they can't get the goods as quickly yeah. so they don't mind are, waiting no that's or, a kind of good thing because it shows you've got a good product but or if they, they don't want to be waiting to the front long. of the queue and there's then nowhere to sit because you know everyone's yeah. already taken the seats yeah. you know so then all of a sudden they can get their hands on the product whatever that may be in drink or food yeah. form but there's nowhere for them to sit down and have it although people are pr- pretty much they're really really happy if they can if we haven't sold out they're really really happy but also we feel really bad <laughs> people yeah. are queuing so we we have been slow to an extent, but we also do need to start thinking. Well, we've already started thinking ages ago about the next step, so mm. that it's not counterintuitive and it's not mm. a bad thing. But doesn't start going against us, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Fingers crossed. It's a hard tightrope. Yeah, it's not a bad problem to have. Yeah. Though, no, is no, it? it's really not. Like, We're in a very good you place. Know, yeah. it's, it's it's a good problem of all oh. the problems. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Let's Let's celebrate. <laughs> But um, I think one of our, um, I I know for for me, one of my biggest worries was when we started the shop and when we started the trailer and when when we started anything that we've done today was I didn't want to take on, I say, a workforce like we're employing hundreds of people, you know, but I didn't want to employ somebody or have somebody working with us, for us, you know, um, 
and then two weeks later realize actually we can't afford that because yeah. you're messing with somebody else you know that, that person could have given up a job that sure. they had for a long time they may have not had a job they may have been unemployed for months but it's unfair to also mess with other people mm, yeah. um, all because you're yeah, trying to expand too quickly yeah. um, so as Jem said you know we have done it slowly and sometimes it you know, it causes a, creates a bit of supply and demand I guess um, but we hope it hasn't been detrimental yeah. No. Yeah. yeah they're all challenges that you face and it's just learning to overcome them yeah. and do it within the right time frame. Do you, do you, Stu, this is lovely. Do you want a nibble of this? Because I, I, I better not eat another bloody whole cupcake on my own. Do you want oh. me to save you a bit? You're going to cut it with a knife because you don't want my lips on it. Right, okay. That won't be offended. Who's going to get the chocolate piece? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll try and wing that over to Stu in a minute if I've got time. So, go on. Number two. Oh, ooh, I would say it's comparing yourself to others but with social media and everything is just so accessible all of the time and right. even away from your business obviously yeah. with social media it's hard not mm. to compare but it is really challenging it's 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 just a massive challenge because it's always is our product as good are they better than us well as you said it is so easy to do I mean you know going back What's Facebook been around for, I don't know, 15 years or so? So you go back 20 years. If we were sitting here 20 years ago, you know, if we wanted to compare ourselves, we'd wander down to the local bakery mm -hmm. or, the, you know, the, the cake shop in the neighbouring town or whatever, and you'd go, oh, I think our cake's better than that. Oh, man, that one's better than that. Oh, we need to work <coughs> on that, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. Whereas now, you lay in bed at night or you wake up in the morning or you sit in the car or whenever you do, and you've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other people doing similar things to you. And you think, yeah. oh, my God, they got you know a thousand likes on that cake we only got you know 150 well, yeah. but it's the same but, but why what, what are they doing better why not us why them why and it's very easy to self-belief yeah it's or... very easy to put yourself down and start not believing right. in your own product because again it's that Facebook syndrome isn't it you think someone's life's better than yours because they're posting pictures on the beach never mind that that beach picture was taken mm. six months ago and in actual fact they hate their job and yeah. they're sitting in an office being mm. shouted at by the boss but all of a sudden you think their life's awesome because they're posting beach pictures or mm. whatever it is and the truth is they just lost their trousers and they were on the sand yeah they, you know they but they actually on holiday anyway. and it's the same isn't thing isn't that what happened to you recently <laughs> it's happened a few times yeah <laughs> I think I sold you some hubba bubba for 14 quid for a pack <laughs> <laughs> it was 15 quid <laughs> but yeah that's um, that's a difficult thing to do I think is um not com well, I suppose in a way comparing yourself, but not comparing you yourself. To, yeah, you know, you, you've to got to check you got to be aware of your compares, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you have yeah. to. You've got, as I said, it keeps you in check, but you've got to be careful not to let it rule you as well. Mm. Otherwise, it makes you go crazy. Yeah, very quickly. It, do you know what? It's got very little relevance, but it just made me think. I was at the club this morning, and uh, and we used to get like. It, it, pre-social media and I guess it still goes on nightclubs you'd fly out so you you know you stand outside clubs and, and, and fly and whatnot but our approach to it the club that, that, that I'm at was like look, let's not stand outside other people's clubs it's like it's just it's just not right don't mm. sit right for the sort of club that we are and what yeah. our approach to it is you'd, you'd approach people in alleys with knives to the throat wouldn't you exactly exactly come to my club night yeah <laughs> give me a phone like but it didn't sit right with us, so we didn't really do it. And 
one night, this guy was literally standing right outside our club, just giving out flyers for his night, which is very similar to what we done on the same night that we was doing. That's it. just that's just fucking ridiculous. And uh, and I got like fucking angry. I was just like just fucking front yeah. down the road. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and the governor just went out there and went, "Oh mate," he was like, "All right." He went like, it's freezing, isn't it? He went, yeah, yeah, I'll come in. He said, like, I'll get you a cup of tea. He said, do you want, do you want a brandy in there? And he was like, what? And he just let him stand in our corridor and give out his flyers. Got him a cup of coffee with a brandy in it. And he went, yeah, right, tell, tell your boss you had a good night in here tonight. <laughs> and it, I don't know what his kind of thought process was behind it, but the geezer, I've never seen anyone look more confused and uneasy whether he thought at some point I was just going to shut the doors. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> but then I'm like, see that, mate? He's like, yeah, see ya. He's like, walked off, just completely Run mind off. flown. Like, what happened there? Like, they literally invited us in and made a fuss of me and let me fly her. Yeah, not suggesting that that's a good way forward for your business. But, it was uh, quite the week after. It was, uh, yeah. <laughs> but he never came back. Yeah, it was quite unique. He never came back. <laughs> Brilliant. Top spot. What's Numero Uno? Oh, I would say, out of everything, the biggest challenge is actually getting to the point of having the business and taking that leap. Because so, so many people come into us. Pretty much every day, at least one person says, oh, it's amazing what you've done. I wish I could do it. Oh, I always wanted to do this, but I never, I never could take that leap. And a lot of people, whether they do it part-time because they still need that income that when you're not when you don't have to live it you won't ever give it your all if you've got something to fall back you'll always fall back absolutely absolutely and so many people say oh I really wish but just taking that leap it's doing it and it is a challenge but providing you don't mess up at your first festival (laughs) you never look back um well I guess some people might do but don't take my word for that. But and if you two a... can do it, Jesus Christ. Oh, that's what I was thinking, exactly, really. Yeah. Yeah. Without going into too much detail, I'm on the cusp right now right. of doing it again now. <gasps> oh, yeah. And yeah, Does literally like... this week. <gasps> like, wow. So it's. Uh, Does it make so, you all fuzzy in your belly and your No, pants? it just gives me panic. Gives oh. me panic. And, uh, and it, it. But, you know, as, as anything, you just think. I think it's just getting older gives me that little bit of doubt as well. Because mm. like when I was young, I, did, I just threw myself at anything, and but now I'm just at the point I just think, oh yeah, I've got kids and a house. And but there will always be those things. <coughs> there will. There's always those things, mm. and even if you don't have the kids or the house, it's oh the holidays. There's there's mm. there's, always there's always something. Some, there's always going to be that excuse, and you you mm. just need to remove that and go. Do I believe mm. this is going to work? If I yeah. do can I make it work, mm. then I'm going to do it. Mm. Um, I mean, before we opened the shop, we'd all been going for like two years, so we knew the business was going well. And we, it took six weeks to turn the shop around. And for that whole six weeks, well, mm. pretty much five weeks, four. I was living... Four. Oh, four weeks, there we go. I was living on cloud nine. I was like, this is going to be <laughs> the most amazing thing in the world. And Will was like Mr. Miserable, going, oh, God, what happens if no one comes? And it was a few days before we actually opened that we'd started to post, oh, my God, we're opening in three days' time, doing the countdown, that Will was like, oh, this is the most amazing... 
amazing thing in the world, Gemma. You are so right. And then that was it. I was yeah. like, I was physically sick. We had the biggest uh, row that night. We went home and just argued the whole night. She's like, what if no one comes? Like, of course they're going to like, come. The shop people, looks amazing. And Gemma's like, people, about? what if people don't come? And we was like, but they will. We've just got to trust in it. I was like, yeah. but what if they don't? Oh God, we've got all this, all these overheads. But people did come, thankfully. And uh, the first day we opened, everyone we knew came to support us, which was amazing. But when it happened gradually and you don't sort of realise when it sort of stops, that you stop realising that I've never met these people before and they want our yeah. stuff. And it's such a warm, fuzzy feeling. And it is amazing. Especially when you get it's chatting to people. I mean, we are absolute chatters when we're on the mm. counter you know someone comes in for, seen it, someone exactly. comes in for a cup of coffee and they're there for half an hour because we're asking them about their weekend and telling them about what we got up to mm. and before you know it you know their life's history and mm. they're a regular customer and it, you know there's a lot that we have like that you know we know what they're up to at the weekends and when they're off on holiday and it's lovely um when you have that then you you know as a customer you'd feel comfortable going on your own right yeah we have a lot of people come in don't we who you know we know they come in on a tuesday morning or they come in on a thursday afternoon or a saturday afternoon and you know you have like a little catch-up and it, it's really nice and um, people buy into people don't they exactly. so they buy into use as much as much as the cakes do you but know what i mean it sounds corny but and i don't really do corny very well so forgive me but they're more than then just customers you know yeah. that it, it, it's it's kind of like you don't see them you go oh, where are they yeah mm. what's hmm? i just farted <laughs> yeah I didn't know if that was your chair squeaking. <laughs> my no, name, I, my I saw niece him lean. knows my every sound that like, I make. She's like, oh, that's a fart. Yeah, that, that was a fart. I'm Apologies. glad I'm not sat next to I'm trying to not make a big deal of it. Yeah, <laughs> while, while Will's saying, I don't want to sound corny here, say so deep. Oi, you just fart. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Will, carry on, mate. Um, no, it's nice that you get those customers. Yeah. And customers, therefore, aren't just customers. They are... They become more than that. It's we've made a little community and touch wood, touch my head, long may it continue mm. because you come to really appreciate Your it. social media is very, very good. Oh, it's bloody hard work though. It's good. It is really How long hard does it work. take you to do your uh, like the average post? Because you, oh, you set up your kite, you, you know, you take a nice picture. Well, I mean, I suppose if you look into it all well and truly, it takes a really long time because you've got to have the product to take the picture of, right? Yeah. But so then they're most got, of the time, they're orders. They are they? orders, so but they all still take time to prepare. Yeah. And then you've still got to find time to photograph them. Mm -hmm. uh, like this weekend, I think we only got two photos of the 14 or so that went out. Yeah, on Saturday. Because we, we were just too busy, you know. Mm. So you've had a load of cake that you didn't get photos for. Um, so you've got to try and find the time for the photo. And then you've got to try and find the space for the photo in the shop. Um, but it's also... Editing yeah, when you get to the well, other just end. Just cropping them. But it's it's then... Figuring the what to content. write. Writing, because, yeah. Yeah. Here's another cake. Here's another bloody mm. cake. Well, look at another really cake. Hard. Here's yeah, a rainbow just, cake. Here's mm. a blue and cake. Yeah, and Here's, and, you know. and like, if you want to, like, if you, you do end up getting pulled into that Instagram game, and, and, and so then you do have to think about, well, what am I posting here? What are their algorithms? Because otherwise they'll just start ignoring shit, and then it doesn't matter what you post. Sometimes you find, like, an amazing cake will just get drowned by the algorithm, and that's it. It's, yeah, it's, it's gone. gone. And all of a sudden you're like, why have I only got that amount and of likes? And you really on was that? like, this is the I one. I thought this yeah. was the best thing. Ever yeah. and it's got like a lot. Yeah, you on. think like you've got the money shot in, in cake form, and you're like, Yes, that is that's the one that's going to go at the peak time. 
And as Gem said, like you look at it, you know, two days later and it's got sixty it's likes, and you think, what, what went wrong? Yeah. As soon as you start to connect, though, when we when we actually give time to write in a post as opposed to just being like, here's another rainbow cake, mm. you get so much more back, and it is the communicating and taking the time and responding. It literally it's is hard, a full time job. It's hard it's to think like being witty or like you know like Pip does it really well doesn't he yeah. and like really you well. do well because you do it a lot more I don't do it I really hate it but we, we spoke about this at the weekend didn't we and it's <laughs> like and, and, and what we've noticed in regards to the podcast is you know every day I will put up a variant of our artwork for this week's release and we know that we're going to get pretty much the same amount of likes for every single one yet I'll then put up a picture of, for instance, him asleep on a train or something, and I'll just put Craig dreaming of his next victim or something like that, and it'll get, you know, 10 times the amount of likes. Anything that we do that is more human and more just not about the product, Mm. but more about us idiots, they seem to... Definitely, oh, and more our humour as well. Like, yeah. Even if it isn't that, it, you know, if it's along the lines of the hardcore listing humour, then mm. we will get more. Yeah. We've got more reaction. I even noticed on one of your pictures, it was of Gemma holding a cake or something like that, and that was that had gone through the roof. Like people would really like to see the sort of person, like see your faces behind it and all that, and uh, yeah. which is nice. But it is almost hard to put yourself out there. There was a time yeah. if you scroll. He was back, naked, right? Yeah, yeah, I was. I yeah. just had yeah. two little cherry cool. that's, that's what I thought, yeah. Course. Just, yeah. Calendar girl style. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> we say even if it was down by your knees, wasn't it? <laughs> 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 Don't even push your stool. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do agree with, with the, the the personal aspect. I mean, you make it a bit more personal. Yeah. Um, you find that, you know, it goes tenfold. There's, there's various pictures of Gemma down the feed. Um of you know, one of them was um, beast from the east. We went out and you were holding a hot chocolate, wasn't you? I think yeah, like, and I don't know how. It's not an am- it's not an amazing like picture. On it. Wow. Like, it's really not like the and photography like, is amazing. Like I'm the lights... like, I've got so much gum going on. And it's and literally just And it's <laughs> like just a little me. pose with a with a with a coffee cup. Like it's there's nothing spectacular about the photo yeah. as a whole. Yeah. You know, you don't look at it and go, oh my god, you know, someone with an awesome camera shot that awesome photo. It's just yeah. a picture. And as Jem said, you know, 500 odd likes or something ridiculous. It's crazy, isn't it? And then the next day you post a cake and you back down to 20, 30, yeah. 40, 50. Mm. And then post another picture. You did one at the weekend because we recently celebrated the first birthday of the shop. And there's oh, a picture I'm of Gemma picture um, well, cutting like, the cake. All gums and, and again, it's nose. back up to 500 again. You think, well, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we, we've long been saying it's something that we're working on now, really, which is like, We've realised now that with our listenership, looking back through like our downloads and that, that I know when, when for instance, we we got Frank Bruno confirmed, we was like, this is going to be just off the scale. We're, you know. Yeah. And then we realised that we got the same amount of listens as that when me and Chris drove to London in his car talking about top five bags of... Sweets or rubbish. It it didn't, you know, and because we do love a bag of sweets, though. Don't mess about. (laughs) But no, you know, it did, didn't it? And and we realised then that, oh right, so maybe a lot of the listeners actually are maybe starting to actually listen to me and him, and and you know, 
So obviously that's one of the reasons we set the Patreon up, wasn't mm. it? That we could focus more on just us having a chat. Yeah. But how amazing, like how it's taken off. Because even like, of course, everything's a risk, but mm. Like you say, people buy into you guys. Yeah. Does that make you feel warm and fuzzy inside? Ridiculous. It stuns me because, I mean, I know, and you know more than me, he's a fucking idiot, right? Oh, fuck, I've been stuck with him forever. Like, and so, you know, I get why people like me, but... <laughs> I, <laughs> which you wouldn't get from the club, because he's standing in there with a trench coat on this weekend. Oh, mate! In his own club, not smiling. Right, let me tell you what someone said. It was brilliant. This, there was a girl that was at the front of the DJ booth all night, just jumping around, yeah, yeah, and she yeah. was she was really friendly. Yeah. And she came up to me and she went, and Pip was DJ, and yeah. I was just standing there next to him, and she went, "You his bodyguard?" <laughs> and I went, <laughs> "I went no." She went, "Oh, it's just you seem a bit older than the other DJs." And I just thought, "Fuck you!" And I went, and I went "Really?" She went, "Yeah, you look like a kind of like a bigger Phil Mitchell." And I thought, "You could have just said Grant." But you didn't. You've equated my potato head to his potato head. Oh, That's what bothered me. Fucking brilliant. The other price this week about the club night was uh, Shu came in and think he was being all trendy with this jacket on. Six other dudes walked in and say, fuck In the coat. first 15 minutes. Like, Did you take not? it off? We, no. He was the only one who didn't, so I think all the young'uns saw my granddad wearing it. <laughs> I, saw, I saw five in the toilet. It was insane, wasn't really? it? It was like, it was tear inducing we to see like, one booth. Yeah. And we could see the stairs, couldn't we? And like, literally, I was like, Oh, for fuck's sake. And there was, like, literally, within 15 minutes, six people in yeah. exactly the same coat. Dan says, walk past the DJ booth, clocks me, and then obviously just... Because they the all went into, like, difference. a private area yeah. where there was a party, and I thought... We thought that was Stu's gang. And I just thought, should I go and, like, see if I can get in? I've got the same coat. It's brilliant. The oh, only dear. difference is, obviously, yours was the vintage version. Of course, of course. <laughs> I was way older <laughs> than... Uh, that, that. I mean, frayed and white, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just... just were the kids slagging me off for earlier for trying to dress younger than I am? I don't know, mate, yeah. I think you was trying to encourage it, which is quite rich. <laughs> because He's gone red, he knows. Because he normally, knows he's, normally he's here in his like, camo tracksuit bottoms, <laughs> looking like a hybrid of fucking Brian Harvey and Dappy. <laughs> you look like, what's his name, Lee Nelson. That's what you look like tonight, mate. So you want to wind your neck in. Um... Yeah, no, I, I don't even know how we started. This has ended up with me and you caning each other as usual. It's generally how it but, rolls. Um, going back to it, it, it was a, it was a crazy surprise that people started like listening and, and catching on to it. It's fucking mental. And we're seeing more and more at the club night now, more and more listeners are at the club night and chatting to us. And it's like, what the fuck? That's mad to think people are still listening and going back and listening to episodes and was saying to Shu, the episodes they're listening to, they're not always with the big names. They're with me and Shu literally tearing into each other. Or That's really cool. It's really nice. And uh, Well, last week's one with, with Gary Hayes at the PTSD 999, yeah, you know, yeah. that, the response we've had online to that, you know, far outweighs, you know, some of the really successful, like, musicians or, mm. or actors and stuff like that that we've had on. Mm. Just, just some, you know, guy that had a harrowing time. Yeah. As, as as so many people have sort of sent messages the and reached out and said, that, don't they? I, I think there's yeah. an element where they can relate to it, can't yeah. they? I mean, yeah, completely. Um, you look at um, what's her face on um, what's her face uh, uh, and uh, I'm a Summers. celebrity. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 judge on the chase. Or yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. The the governess, governess um, yeah. when she had a talk about um, autism. autism. Yeah. 
the, the, the response I had online mm. on, you know, I mean, she almost sort of broke the internet as such. Yeah. People were just going crazy for it. The fact that she, she put didn't it even on sit a, on it. <laughs> but, but we've found that, um, you know, we, we've we've dealt with like a lot of our, you know, we, we've had lots of people that um, that have autism. Mm. Um, messages um, saying that some of them haven't got the confidence to go to pubs and you know and and you know or or the confidence to you know grow their social circle and things like that Um, and we've had like you know a fair few reach out to us and and say like you know we kind of feel like we're down the pub when you lot are sitting there having a drink and talking nonsense you know we're you know we're we're listening and, and and it you know feels but surely that very makes you feel and, and it does because, great. you know, when, when, when a lot of these people reach out to us, um, then when we do live shows now, a lot of them come from all over the place, a lot of them on their own. And so we now organise, and I mean, they've, they've took it with both hands now, right, Chris? And, and they've, they've moved way past it now. We used to set up a, a little yeah. meeting point for them where they, you know, everybody would come down and meet and then they'd come to the show together. So they're friends. But you know, we can sit on social media now that they've completely developed their relationships now and they're all chatting and tweeting and retweeting and it's lovely to no, see that, lovely. you know. And the, mess- the messages we get on Instagram are fucking you guys- so nice. It's worth doing just from what, what people sometimes say on Instagram to yeah. us, like in personal messages. It really is. Yeah. I had a couple this week and off the back of Gary Hayes, not just about Gary, but no, about us doing it and stuff like that. And it's cool. And it's even like your story now, like people can relate, like people, lots of people want to have those dreams of, of starting a business. And um, and so people can relate more to these sort of conversations, I think, than always like us yeah. having like, like, I don't want to say, we, we don't get the standard of people that Pip gets on in terms of uh, fame. Um, but I don't, I'm not really that, I'm not that interested in it. It's cool, but I, I much prefer like, the conversations we have and, and I think our audience do as well. So. I'll probably disagree and say <laughs> I would have bumped you for like Ricky Gervais or uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, no more cakes for you, mate. Like, no, gonna... but it is, I know exactly what you're saying. It is, it is a case of like, as I said to you earlier, people buying to people. Mm. And, and I think that th- there's not going to be a, a, a big connection with somebody that maybe has spent the last 30 years touring the world in a band or, you know, on as film As much sets, as they may have some awesome stories to tell, yeah. to the yeah. likes of us, it's it's nice to hear, but... Yeah, you can't relate to it. But someone having an idea, you know, and being, you know, working class people that are just throwing themselves at an idea and, and, and you know, busting their balls trying to, get where they want to get with it everyone can relate to that do you know what I mean it's just having aspirations and yeah. and dreams and, and, and you know having a crack at it here here and long may this podcast support people like that and you know well done lads so yeah no yeah it's, it's, it's groovy well it's been emotional oh. but before we finish going oh, back well. to the social media that I said of yours mm. was so good so where can people follow the social media that is oh, so good we're on Facebook and Instagram Wilmer's Bakery. Okay. Yeah. Tend right. not to use Twitter too much. Okay. Yeah, I say too much. Visual. We don't. You we don't. <laughs> sign up, so you want to you look at them tasty goddamn cakes on, on Instagram. Mm. So I'm where it's at. Well, we'll, um, we'll get some photos of the ones that we're, um, we've been eating this evening. Yeah. And you need yeah. to come to the bakery. Yes, I've not well, been we, yet. We, we, we've all often said that we want to do a podcast there. Mm. Oh, yeah. So come. if you guys are, would let us, then that would be a mo- We'd love to do one there. That would be, that'd be amazing. Mm. 
As long as you're not there, it'll be all right. All right, well, Shu can come. You can just wait outside and we'll hang with Stu. I'm the best one. Yeah, you, you are. My we God, know it. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. They I know, know it. it. As long yeah. as we're all willing to accept that, we can uh, we can move on. Yeah, exactly. If you do come, though, make sure you've got a hat that fits your head. Oh, yeah. Sure. He's got an uber dappy now. <laughs> yeah, it's getting worse. It's like about to pop off. <laughs> Grow <laughs> up. Condom. <laughs> <laughs> Condom head. Yeah. No. Love you guys. Well, there you go. That's it. You're done. Another episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. We had a lot of fun recording it. Uh, Gemma and Will were absolutely delightful, as were their bakes. Um, if you liked it, please head over to iTunes. Give us a nice little rating. Um, better still, subscribe. Um, you Also, if you didn't know, you can also listen on Acast. And now you can listen on Spotify. Uh, so... If, if that makes things easier, then go and do that. Um, that's me lot, I think. Yeah, I'll see you next week. My ego. Bye-bye. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast.